Welcome back to Sports Show, perfect clash of comedy and sports. Uh, now we're sitting here, uh, welcome back to the program again, my apologies. Uh, sitting here, uh, Ben Haley, Nicodino. 2.46 is your time. Now going to step in here w to the interview booth. Going to interview uh, one of our first honor interviews here, the manager of broadcasting and media services of the Philadelphia Flyers, it's Mr. Brian Smith. Mr. Smith, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks. My name is Ben Haley, the Nicodino. Welcome to the show for the first time. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today. It's a pleasure to have a, a media member so esteemed as yourself coming on the program with us. Um, Nick, I believe, is going to start you off with the first question. Yes, sir. Mr. Smith, again, as Ben said, thanks for joining us. Just a quick question for you with the with uh, what the Flyers are doing and moving forward. I'm sure it's an exciting time in your office and for the organization, but could you just paint us a picture of that first series and that game one, Flyers are down 3 nothing, come back and win it 4-3 and then kind of take off from there, and that was really the catalyst for that whole series. C could you describe to us how that was? Well, you know, the, the series itself, I think, caught a lot of people by surprise, even around here with the way it started. Um, you know, even the players, I think, uh, you know, never expected to be up 3 nothing after after three games. Uh, you know, as for the first game, um, you know, what ended up happening was something that had been happening all year here. Um, the team is, uh, for whatever reason, um, tended to go down by two or three goals after uh, you know, first uh, 10, 15 minutes of a game, and have come back to win 11 times in that in that circumstance, including that game. So, you know, it was it was kind of a situation where they'd done it before, and they just kind of looked around and said, "All right, we're going to do it again here." And uh, you know, turned out that they did. So it was uh, you know, it's always big to get game one on the road, uh, regardless of you know how the series has gone to that point or how that game started, but. Um, you know, then to come back and, and uh, do it again the, the next game in Game 2 and take Game 3 was something that I don't think a lot of people were expecting. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it really speaks to the team's resiliency. You know, the way they came back just a few years ago against Boston down 3-0 in the series and the way they came back uh, three goals down in the first game to win 4-3 in overtime. Um, that is just an amazing, amazing feat to do. And it really must have charged the team up for the whole series. And, you know, it certainly propelled them to the next two wins. Um, but, you know, moving on from that, what will the Flyers do to keep this young, this talented young group together? You know, you look at Voracek, you look at Giroux, who's in his third season, you look at JVR, uh, you look at Brandon, Braden Shen. Um, this is a, a very young team, but what, will the Flyers be able to keep this core group together, and, and is that the goal, or will they be marketing these guys off, sending them away to go get a superstar? Well, I think the core is in place for quite some time. Um, you know, a lot of the guys you just mentioned are, uh, are guys that have, uh, you know, for whatever reason, um, you know, a lot, a lot of them are rookies, and, and obviously the rookies have been a huge part of the series um, in the season. Um, you know, Jake Vorchek came over here and has blossomed into the player that he is now. Uh, when he was with Columbus, he was kind of, uh, I, I don't know if he was in a different role there or what, but he, you know, he certainly hadn't quite come to what he's come to this year. Um, you know, the, the, the thing about the, the NHL and the way the salary cap works and all that is, um, you know, it, it is kind of interesting. It's kind of hard sometimes to keep a core together, but um, you know, with the age of these guys and the kind of contracts that they're under, um, you know, I'm from, I think you're going to see the the vast majority of this core here for for quite some time. Close your under contract for the next several years. James Van Riemsdyk's under contract for several years, and uh, you know, you're going to see uh, a couple of guys. Maybe come and go a little bit as the um, 
know, as the years go by, it's impossible these days to keep an entire team together for uh, for, for for very long. But um, you know, I, I think you're going to see this main group, um, you know, be a, a big catalyst for this team for quite some time. That, that's great that you say that. That that is going to be the goal of the organization to kind of keep that core together, and um, we, we'd love to hear that. Uh, Mr. Smith, backtracking a bit uh, to the series, this, this Penn series, you know, there was a lot of unrest and some, in my opinion, unprofessional comments from star Sidney Crosby, and there was a lot of unrest with fans, and uh, Ben being a uh, Flyers fan as he is, you know, there was, seemed to be some, some bad blood in, in some ways. Could you kind of touch on that? Was there any kind of animosity uh, between the squads or between the fan bases uh, during this? Because it seemed to be... Uh, kind of a uh, lot of uh, rough words to be said between uh, this whole series, whether it be from teams or fans or anything like that? Yeah, I don't know that uh, much of it was quite beyond uh, what you see in playoff hockey. I mean, emotions run high, and, uh, you know, a lot of times uh, things are said uh, in the heat of the moment, and, uh, you know, that moment just lasts longer in the playoffs, I think. Um, you know, I, I, I don't... Uh, you don't you don't see many situations in the playoffs where you, you get the same sort of bland, um, you know, they're a good team, yada 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 type comments um, mm-hmm. that you do uh, during the regular season. And I think it's good for the game. I mean, fans want to see uh, a little more of an edge, I think, in the uh, in the playoffs than they do in the regular season. And uh, you know, I, I think uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, obviously, it's still very recently after the series, but. Uh, you know, when 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 these guys uh, run into each other down the line, whether it's at a NHL event or in an All Star game or or uh, even the next time they they play each other, um, you know, there, there's always a, a fair amount of mutual respect between uh, the vast majority of players in the NHL, and uh, I, I think some of that stuff that you see um, that we saw during the series it was uh, disappointing and some was unusual. I think the, the you know the comment from Van Bilesman at the end of the series where he didn't want to wish the Flyers good luck was a little out of the ordinary. But um, yeah. you know, I, I, don't, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's something that uh, you know starts uh, really indicates the kind of per- the person somebody really is uh, you know in this in this sort of uh, atmosphere. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. You speak of uh, comments at the end of the series. I want to uh, speak go- about what Evgeny Malkin said about the Flyers and that the St. Louis Blues were going to uh, meet each other in the finals this season. Uh, do you think this was a ruse to distract a young team, or was he speaking from the heart? And how will this affect the team? Well, you know, I think I, I only saw that that quote on Twitter. I haven't seen it in this full context yet. But I, you know, being after the se- after the series, I don't know that it was much of a ruse. Um, you know, I think uh, I, I don't know. Malcolm at all, but uh, I think there's probably some sincerity there. Um, you know, that's more of what you normally see after a playoff series. And uh, you know, I, I, to be honest, um, you know, in, in our world, uh, working uh, working games like we do in the PR and broadcasting capacity, you don't we don't see a whole lot of the Western Conference. Um, you know, so I'm honestly not that familiar with what the Blues have have done, uh, other than their obvious turnaround with uh, with Ken Hitchcock taking over and leading them to where he's led them. Um, I, I, you know, it's uh, certainly a flattering thing to hear, and uh, you know, I think it's, uh, it's 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 a long way away. I mean, we're still we're still uh, you know two rounds and six weeks away from that even being a possibility. And there's a lot of good teams uh, in, in the West right now. The LA Kings just kind of shocked the world a little bit. Uh, that's actually 
more of uh, an intriguing series in my head if the Flyers ran into the Kings in the Cup final. I don't know if we could take that drama around here, but um, you know, it's, uh, it's it's certainly something to think about. And uh, you know, but at the same time, uh, we don't want to put uh, the cart too far in front of the horse here because there's still a lot of hockey to be played to get to that point. Oh, most definitely. That absolutely a shocking series there. I didn't see Vancouver doing, you know, choking this early in the playoffs yet again, but I uh, <laughs> can't see how I was that disappointed. Um, and, you know, you, you spoke of, of matchups coming up in the next few rounds, and, and if we look at, uh, as of right now, the Senators are beating the Rangers 3-2 in that series. Game uh, six is tonight, actually. Um, and uh, Rangers is a team that beat the Flyers six times in the regular season. Uh, definitely did not want to play them at all. Uh, coming up in the regular season. And on top of that, the team that beat the Flyers in the finals just a few years ago, the Blackhawks, are find themselves in a 3-2 hole tonight in Game 6, again, uh, in the Coyotes as well. Um, is this something that the team is worried about? Do they look, you know, the, oh, we don't want to play the Rangers? Or, or is it just, you know, they got big, it was bad luck six times in a row? I'm not sure that this team is scared of anybody right now the way they're playing. Um, you know, it, uh, the, the, the thing with the Rangers, uh, the, the one thing that I've seemed to notice in, in my years in this league is that especially in this day and age for whatever reason a lot of the teams that roar through the regular season kind of flame out um you know, obviously uh, uh vancouver's just done it um and the uh, uh i forget what the stat was but something about something about three of the last six president's trophy winners have been knocked out in the first round um and, and the rangers were a point or two away from being the, the president's trophy winners and the playoffs are a lot about peaking at the right time. Um, you saw it with the Flyers a year ago. Uh, Flyers were first overall in the NHL in March. Um, came in this number two seed of the conference and uh, really didn't make much of a much of a splash at all. Barely got past Buffalo and then swept out by Boston. And uh, you know, that's a team that peaked at the wrong time. In January last year, the Flyers you know, they were world beaters, but um, it's hard to maintain that. Uh, for uh, for a very long period of time, um, and, and that's something that uh, you, you look at with the Rangers. You wonder, well, they got 50 wins during the regular season. Um, you know, are they going to be able to get it out of the first round? If, it, uh, if there was a real if there was a real connection, um, you know, there wouldn't be much of a question about getting out of the first round. So, I'm not sure the team itself is is afraid of anybody. Um, you know, just from a a matchup standpoint, uh, I think they can match up fairly well against uh, almost any team. Uh, in the NHL, and uh, you know the, the Rangers uh, obviously have had the Flyers' number this year. Does that give them some intangible advantage? Well, maybe you know just in terms of uh, mm-hmm. confidence and and what's in your head and all that. But uh, that can all go by the wayside just with uh, one game, one win for the Flyers. If it got to that point, so it's very interesting right now. There's there's no there's, the Flyers could play any of the remaining. Seven teams. The likely candidates, just from the odds, are the Rangers, or the Devils, or the um, Panthers. But uh, you know, depending on how these series shake out, they could play anybody from the Rangers to the Senators uh, with the seedings. So it's uh, time to time. The guys have fortunately finished off the series early, and they they've earned some time to relax, and they can just kind of watch these games on TV. Maybe get a look at uh, some of the teams that they're going to play, and uh, you know, see. Uh, see what they've got coming up here when it's figured out. Uh, Mr. Smith, we don't want to take up too much more of your time, just a few more minutes of it, and we appreciate you joining us here again on Sports Shout. Um, you, said, now you mentioned that, and you mentioned the team kind of peaking and playing their best hockey now. 
Uh, do you think that puts them in, a, as you said, a team like the Rangers they did a lot during the regular season, and maybe now that flame is kind of burning out a bit. So do you think it's an advantage uh, for the Flyers that they're able to kind of sit back here for the next few days, kind of rest up, or do you think that they're playing well and you want to just keep playing, you don't want to stop, you want to just keep playing, stay hot, and then on top of that is, as you said, you don't really think that they're afraid of anybody, but is there a more favorable matchup in your mind come the next round? Well, uh, in, in terms of the first part of the question, I think that they've got, it feels to me anyway, like they have just the right amount of time here. Um, the, the, the team is banged up as any team is during the playoffs, and uh, they, they really are going to benefit here from some time to, to rest and recuperate. James Van Riemsdyk's been back the last two games, but I don't think he's played more than seven minutes in either one. Um, mm-hmm. So he obviously will be one guy that will benefit from the rest. Kimo Timonen didn't see a ton of ice time yesterday, neither did Wayne Simmons. We don't know if there's something bothering them or not, but um, you know, those, those, everybody on the roster is going to really, I think, benefit from this, this time this week to, to kind of uh, get their strength back, and uh, you know, the team is going to get back on the ice tomorrow. Um, so they'll be able to you know, work on some of the things they want to work on. And then on the defensive end, um, you know, it gives the, it buys the Flyers a, a little more time, just from a standpoint of the series going, uh, the other series going so long, buys them a little more time for guys like Andre Mazaros uh, right. uh, and uh, Nick Grossman to get better. Um, so if 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 you the Flyers had swept the series and they were done as of last Wednesday, uh, that would have been a little long. That would have been a ten day layoff. Um, that's enough time to, to lose your timing and uh, get a little rust uh, in the in the system. So I think you know, what we're looking at here is that the earliest starting on Friday, um, probably more likely Saturday, uh, just depending on how these uh, these other series play out. So I think that's just the right amount of time for for them. Um, as far as a matchup, I mean, it, it's hard to say. Um, you know, besides a few obvious circumstances. I feel like most NHL teams match up against the other fairly evenly. Um, you know, like the Flyers have—they've only lost to the Islanders one time in seven years, or something like that. And there was a kind of a strange little triangle going here, where this year, where the the, the Penguins couldn't beat the Flyers, and they didn't this time. But the, the Rangers can't beat the Penguins, and the Flyers can't beat the Rangers. Um, you know, for whatever reason, uh, you know, there, there was something there that. Uh, those two teams, that, that that triangle kind of matched up well against each other. So uh, of the remaining teams that are there, um, I don't have records in front of me, but I know that the Flyers have played Ottawa very well over the years. Um, they've uh, they've played New Jersey very well recently. Um, you know, New Jersey had the Flyers number um, in the, you know about 10 years ago or so on a fairly regular basis, but the Flyers have matched up with them well. In recent years, um, they've matched up with Florida well. They've... Uh, They've beaten Washington in the playoffs in the last three years, and um, they've also uh, matched up well with them. So I I really think it's um, it's even uh, across the board, and and even if the Flyers do draw the Rangers, who obviously have not been a good matchup for them in the last year and a half, um, you know it's going to be a bit of a different story in the playoffs uh, than than it has been uh, in the regular season. So um, you know, just in terms of you know the other aspects of either of those teams, you know, I think. The Rangers obviously have Henrik Lundqvist, who's considered the best goalie in the game. Tim Thomas has always been good against the Flyers. If they can avoid those two guys, I think they'll uh, 
be, be happier uh, facing a Scott Clements in Florida or a Braden Holtby with Washington than they would be um, you know, Tim Thomas or, or Henrik Lundqvist. But whoever it is, um, you know, the, the Flyers will, will figure it out. And, uh, you know, just in terms of the season, um, if you want to base it on that, they, they would want to steer away from the Bruins and the Rangers. Um, but, uh, you know, again, it's a different animal in the playoffs, and mm-hmm. I think they're going to, you know, have success with whoever they run into. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. I think that come playoff time, you just throw everything in the past and all the past records out the rin- out the window and just see what happens. Uh, Mr. Smith, again, thank you uh, so much for joining us today on the Sports Chat. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Sure thing, guys. No problem. Thank, thank you. Take care. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Again, that was Brian Smith, the manager of broadcasting and media services for the Philadelphia Flyers. Ben, that was... Uh, Pretty cool to get him time time. there, yeah. I tell you what, Nick, it was great to hear that the Flyers franchise has a vision for this team. Yeah, no, absolutely. Everything I asked, he said everything I wanted to hear. It was fantastic, great interview. Yeah, no, really, I I think that it it was good to get the perspective kind of of what's going on on the ice, but then kind of also, too, some of the front office stuff that you're looking forward to postseason. So I I think that that was was great. Again, we'd like to thank uh, Mr. Smith for taking uh, some time. It was nice. He really gave us a nice, nice big, long interview. That was, that was very, very nice. And 